How many people got their Bibles with them tonight? Great. That's okay. If you don't have a Bible, we can, we can put one up here for you. <laughs> if you've got your Bibles, let's turn to uh, Matthew chapter 17 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 14. How many people got that right now? We're all ready to go? Fantastic. And when they had come to the multitude, this man came along to him, came along to Jesus and knelt down in front of Jesus, started to cry out, Lord, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. There's this thing that gets around him and starts to shake him violently and he uncontrollable shaking and he falls on the ground and bites his tongue and froths away. Lord, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. There's no medicine that can fix this problem. There's no government handout that can fix this problem. Lord, I'm asking you today to have mercy on my son. Because often he falls into the fire when the sin gets a hold of him, throws him into the fire and he starts to burn him and he, there's nothing I can do to stop it apart from drag him out of the fire. But by then it's already too late. And sometimes he falls into the water and When he falls into the water, he can't swim. And if I'm not watching, he'll maybe drown. And I brought him to the Christians. I brought him to the people that that say they know you and they walk with you. And they couldn't do anything. They prayed some nice prayer, and then they... They tried a few tricks, but nothing would happen. I mean, I appreciate their heart and all that, but I'm just paraphrasing here. I appreciate their heart to be able to want to pray for my boy and want to step out, but uh, it doesn't work. I brought him to your disciples, and they couldn't cure him. Verse 17, it says, And Jesus answered, and said, ah, oh, you guys have got no faith. Stuffing around too much. How long am I going to have to be with you? How, how long do I have to walk with you? How long do I have to keep showing my faithfulness? How long do I need to keep demonstrating? How long do I need to walk with you guys for? How long do we need to, how long is it going to take for you to get a hold of what it takes to shift things? Bring that boy here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus in secret. They didn't really want to do it out in front because they didn't want to be too embarrassed. I've been in this position, man. I've, I've prayed for some people, and, and uh, nothing happened. <laughs> and uh, then my dad came along. 
and, uh, and just said, go. And they were gone. The person was set free instantly. I came away a little bit gutted. I, I, I was like these disciples. I thought, man, what? I tried that. <laughs> didn't work. But you just said go, and it went. And uh, I got the same response. <laughs> You've got to start to grow in faith, boy. You've got to start to stand up in authority, not just say a few nice words. So the disciples came to Jesus and said, why couldn't we cast that out? Why couldn't we do that? You know, this boy talks about a, what I believe is a, a generation of young people today. And uh, we don't have to look very far to see um, lots of young people just bound up by demonic forces. You don't have to look very far to see um, demon spirits influencing and coming into people through the influence of drugs. And like Pastor Mike was talking about the other day, all these video games and things. Then what happens is these things get around our, our young people and they, they cause them to get themselves into all sorts of different messes. I was just talking to a, a youth pastor in Auckland the other day. And he was telling me that in one school, one school, within a period of a few weeks, half a dozen teenagers committed suicide. That was about three weeks ago. Hmm. What's wrong with the picture? Where were the Christians? Where Where were we? I mean... Right now, I mean, look, we can't be everywhere at once, but God has put something inside every one of our spirits. When you gave your heart to Jesus, Christian, he came and he he placed his authority and he placed his power inside of your life. So the Bible talks that we are ambassadors of Christ, that wherever you and I go, wherever we step our, our feet, wherever we tread, We are called to bring the kingdom of God into that place. We're called to represent the kingdom, not just in glory, not just in culture, but in power and authority. We're not here just to have, although we love having fun games. (laughs) Fun games are great. But we're called to do more than that. We are living in a generation. We have a generation of young people today that are fascinated with the supernatural. But yet, So many of them are demonically bound by different things. They fall into fire and they they get burnt and they they fall into this and they they get burnt by that and they they fall over here and they start to get overwhelmed and drowned. And sadly, friends, so many of the church, so many of us, so many many parts of the church has, has tried to reach out and do what they can all in good heart. But we've still got a major problem going on. And I believe that right now, God is calling you and I as the church to stand up into a new dimension of faith, to a new dimension of authority, that no longer this, the stuff will be heard in our city, but it'll be known that Hastings and Napier and Flaxmere and Havelock would buck the trend financially, that would buck the trend against teen suicides, that this sort of stuff won't be heard in our land. 
that we won't have the major drug problems, that we don't have suicide problems. Why? Because people are starting to stand up. And it says, why? The disciples came and said, why couldn't we do that? And Jesus turned to them and says, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, he says, I'm telling you now, Brett, I'm not, I'm not going to let you down. I'm telling you now. You can be certain of this. I say to you today that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, it's just a little bit of itty bitty seed. If you just have a little bit of faith, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. You'll say to this mountain, move, and it will shift. How many people tonight, you've got a mountain in your life? Maybe it's a financial problem. Maybe it's a personal mountain. Maybe it's a a mountain in your family. Maybe it's a, a mountain that you're believing for in the community. Most of us at some point have a mountain somewhere that we have to speak to. And it says, says here, one of the things we've got to have, we've got to be people, first of all, that pray and that fast. If you don't have a strong prayer life, if, you don't, if you're not regularly fasting, it sort of takes away the power. You and I, friends, we've got to be people of prayer. We've got to be people that learn how to take dominion in our own personal life. If we can't take dominion in our own life, we won't be able to take it out there. First place, we've got to learn to stand in authority is in our own personal walk. The first place, Pastor Mike did a fantastic series not so long ago, The Authority of the Believer, understanding your authority as a woman or a man of God. It says, you say to this man, have faith. Prayer, prayer and fasting builds faith inside of our life. And then you look at that mountain and you speak to that mountain. Many of us, we, we have a mountain and we pray for the mountain to go away. <laughs> I've prayed for lots of mountains and they've just stayed. <laughs> I've said a lot of things to a lot of mountains, but nothing's happened. And I started to realize that something inside needed to shift. See, tonight, the whole theme of tonight is, is decree. What does it mean to decree? The decree means to make a judgment or to make a declaration over something. To decree, when I decree something, when you decree something, you're not asking permission. (laughs) You're not asking for feedback. (laughs) You're not asking for it to be shifted. You're not asking for nothing. See, when you decree something, you're actually in a different frame of spirit. You're in a decreeing comes out of a out of a state of being. It comes out of a sense of authority. So when a king decrees something, he doesn't ask it. But he knows that he is the king. What he says goes. I'm the king. I don't have to ask you for your permission. I don't have to ask this mountain to go. I'm not going to pray for the mountain to go. <laughs> Why? Because I know I'm a king. I have the authority behind me. Friends, you and I are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. You and I are ambassadors of the King of Kings. We are Christians. We carry the name of Christ Jesus, the anointed one. Friend, first thing we've got to understand is you have a place of authority. The Bible says in Psalm 8, 
He says, what is man that you are mindful of him? That you have created him a little lower than the angels. And you have called him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have placed all things underneath his feet. Friends, first of all, we're going to understand that you are in a place of authority. You have been crowned with glory and honor. When you have a crown, that means that there is authority upon your life. You have authority, first of all, in your own life. You've got to have a first, first of all authority in your own life. Once you've got authority in your own life, start to stand up and start to take authority in the area and the sphere that you live in. Start to take authority over your finances. Start to take authority over your relation, around in your relationships. Start to take authority in the area that you live in. For most people, most of us, we, we get into a place where we're pleading with God to break through for us. God, please, please, please break through for me. I've got a little bit of faith, but please, Lord God, please break through for me. God, I'm asking you breakthrough. He's not asking you to do anything. He's telling you, Speak to the mountain. So friends, if you've got a mountain in your life tonight, if you've got a mountain today and in the community, wherever, whatever that mountain is that you're looking at, when you say to the mountain, say to the mountain, move. Don't ask it to move. Tell it to move. Whatever you're struggling with in your life tonight, first of all, stand up in the authority of the that the that Jesus Christ has given you as a believer. You're a Christian. You carry the name of Christ upon you. Stand in that authority tonight and start to speak and to decree to that mountain. Start to decree to your circumstances. Shift. I'm not asking you to shift. I'm telling you to shift. We live in a culture today that's quite PC. We ask and we want feedback and things like that. I'm not asking for feedback. I'm telling you to move. I'm not asking you for blessing upon my life. I'm decreeing it upon my life today. I'm not asking for a breakthrough of debt. I'm telling you, I'm decreeing that debt is gone. I'm not asking today for souls. I'm telling you, I want souls. I'm not asking for permission. I'm telling you, this is what I want. Why don't you try to stand up as a believer? Stand up on the authority that God has given you. If you would just stand up. If you would just start to stand up on the authority that God has given you, what could possibly change in your life? What could change in this community? Friend, I don't want to just ask, things, ask for things right now. I'm wanting to start to decree and start to believe and start to command things to happen. So when God decrees something, Bible talks in Psalms, he talks about that Psalm 148, that he decrees, he set a decree to the heavens. He set a decree to the, to the rain and says, thus far and no more. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed inside of your life by something. Why don't you stand up tonight in the authority that you have in Christ and say, thus far and no more. Why don't you start to stand up and start to lay a hold of your blessing? Start to lay a hold of your promise tonight, amen? Or the other option is that you can live life as you've always lived it. And die never having accomplished much in your own life. 
Tonight, friends, all of us have a choice. I personally may have to make a decision tonight too. But I'm going to choose to stand in my authority. I'm going to choose tonight to stand up in victory. And I'm going to lay hold of what God has for me. What's your mountain that you've got to speak to tonight? Why don't you just close your eyes right now? Maybe you're here tonight and you you might feel like you're one of those disciples that had a good shot at it, but nothing really shifted. Tonight, why don't you make a decision that you would start to stand up again, start to stand in prayer, start to stand and fast, start to take dominion over your own life. What is it that that mountain, what is that mountain that's facing you right now? What is that mountain that needs to move from in front of you into over there? Friend, why don't you make a decision, a choice tonight, that you will stand up and that you won't ask that thing to move. You're going to tell it to shift. Speak to that mountain tonight. Speak to that mountain. Speak to that mountain of debt. Tell it to shift tonight. Don't just pray a, a little itty bitty prayer. Uh, speak to your mountain. I command you to shift tonight in Jesus' name. That's, that's not authority. Stand in authority. Mountain, shift tonight in Jesus' name. Move tonight. I declare my breakthrough tonight. I speak to my school tonight. I speak salvation tonight. I stand against every principality and power that would come against my friends at school. I'm telling you now, thus far and no more, back. Whatever's come around your family, why don't you stand up and say tonight, thus far and no more, back in Jesus' name. I command you to shift. Or will you be one that just allows another generation to roll into the fire? Friend, I'm telling you tonight, man, I will rise up tonight. Friend, tonight we're going to stand up and start to sing. We're going to start to praise. We're going to start to shout the name of Jesus. And as we start to sing and praise, I want you to make a decision tonight to stand up, start to speak to whatever is standing in front of you. Maybe it's a family situation, whatever it is. Why don't you stand up in the authority and the faith and the the power that God has given you and speak into that mountain today. Friend, I don't know about you, my man. I've got some mountains that I'm going to speak at tonight. I've got some things that I'm going to command to go. Oh, there's some sickness in my family that, I tell you, no doctor can fix it. But I believe that Jesus Christ wants to come and start and start to bring healing into my family. So tonight when we start to praise, man, I'm going to speak personally to that mountain that stands in front of me and command it to shift. What mountain are you going to stand up against tonight? What mountain are you going to decree the word of the Lord against tonight? Come on, don't be passive tonight. Stand up on your feet tonight, friends. I want you to take a fair square look at that mountain tonight. Maybe it's a son, maybe it's a daughter. Maybe it's a debt, maybe it's a sickness. 
We're going to start to decree that tonight, that the enemy has been defeated. Whether that thing is debt, whether your enemy tonight is debt, you decree and tell it tonight that you've been defeated. And start to decree blessing upon your life. Whether it's sickness, why don't you start to stand up against that thing. Decree tonight that this power has been defeated. And that you have health in Jesus' name. If things have been withheld from you, command that mountain to shift tonight in Jesus' name. On the count of three, what we're going to do is we're going to start to stand and we're going to start to pray. We're going to start to decree against those mountains, those personal mountains. We're going to start to stand and decree against the mountains in our community tonight. Are you going to join with me tonight? Come on, are you going to join with me tonight? Come on, one, two, three. Come on, let's give them a shout of praise tonight.